0: TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. I mean, I've done everything. Glenn Perkins. I've started, I've mopped up, I've closed. Glenn Perkins. We joke around and we have fun and he's different, he's unique. He seems like a guy that I'd like to do it. It's me. It's Glenn Perkins on baseball. Sweet. Welcome to the Score North Twin Show. We're live at the State Fair, usually in studio. We are live today, not pre-recorded, so... Uh, I'm here with Derek Wetmore, with Phil Mackey, the Usuals. We also have Rami, Matt You got it. First try. First try. You you Um, had it right the first time. Don't guess yourself. So (laughs) we were on the way over here. Phil was trying to decide what he was going to wear because, like, it's sunny, but there's a breeze, and. We're under an awning here, and so I, I have a hooded sweatshirt on. For those that aren't watching here, the people that are listening on the radio, Phil brought, like, something different. Derek it made an odd choice. He decided to go shirtless. You did?
1: <laughs> and That's not odd again, for
0: Derek. We again, we were at Modest Brewing a couple weeks ago, and and he did the same thing. But the he, chest
1: tattoo is yeah, what I was trying to reveal. Yeah, I just, you know, show yeah, the, the, off the strong form. That's a, it's a bold play. Well, when you have pecs and shoulders like um, these, Glenn, you make some interesting decisions. A colored
2: yeah. Score North tattoo as well. That's yeah. important. Uh, <laughs> It's a, bold a bold play, this. Derek. Solid.
0: Derek, we're going to let you start off because you have. We only have an hour, uh, maybe like an hour and nine minutes until the Twins go for a sweep uh, in Chicago.
1: Uh, you have a bold take, well, and, and time, the clock's ticking. Literally. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like if if you're listening right now, Twins, it's not too late to change your mind on who's starting today's game. Jose Barrios scheduled to take the mound, and I think that's a mistake. I think pitching him right now on five days rest, the way his August has gone, is not the right choice. I think you give him an extra day, you pitch him against the Tigers tomorrow, and anybody else not named Jose Brios pitches today. I think the Twins rotation would be better for it, but their scheduled starter, as of right now, an hour and ten minutes till first pitch, is Jose Brios. Is your logic, so
2: I agree if your logic is, this dude just needs a breather, skip him one time, Dead
3: arm, whatever whatever it is. Saying, I'm not Skip him. skipping him. He's just saying push him I'm back to Friday. Him.
2: Give him 36 more hours
3: to rest Saturday, that arm. I mean, yeah. So you're Save saying give him bullets.
1: give him an extra day and face a crappier team? It doesn't even matter the team. Like the 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 logic here is all based on rest. Jose Brios is a better pitcher when he has longer rest, and right now he's going through a period where a he's working on his mechanics. B we've questioned if he's having that sort of late summer Jose Brios fade and. See, his month of August has been terrible. So, there's no measure. There's no reason you can give me that he should start against the White Sox today. And I think the Twins disagree with me <laughs> based on the fact that he's starting against the White Sox. Well, today. yeah. They,
0: I mean, they still have like 30-40 minutes before he's got to be out on the field warming up. So and I'm sure this
1: is on in the clubhouse. Yeah, I mean, I'm he probably played some long toss already though. Knowing Jose, he was out there at like six thirty this morning jogging did, poles. Did you text Thad yet? No, I have not sent out. So that
0: that was my advice to you earlier today when you texted Show me. That. I said, "No, no you're texting the wrong people. You need to text. <laughs> you got not text dad to do with and this. or You're never on the trip. Don't text me and Phil. I mean, does, uh, does Rocco listen
2: up? Did you? So the the, the numbers bear it out because you have you have a piece uh, from earlier this week on ScoreNorth.com yeah, in I which it shows it. like the number of days rest and. The only one at this table who has actually gone through day's rest as a professional pitcher would be Glenn yeah, Perkins. Can Glenn Perkins one Perkins on more
0: baseball. day
3: of rest make that much of a difference?
0: Yeah, and we talked about it a little bit on, on Monday when I came on with you guys. Um, it, it absolutely can. And like, it's, not, it's definitely not like a, like a DL, like the IL stint, things like what they did with Michael pena this year. Both of those were manufactured. They, they picked times. You look at his innings. The first one was around 60 innings. The second one was like 110, 120 innings. Oh, interesting. Like, it was pretty much planned out. I wouldn't be surprised if in between both he had made like 11 starts and then had a break and make another 11 starts and had a break. Just to get him, that's recovering from an arm injury. But those those breaks do matter. I don't, Jose Brios, like I said on Monday, he doesn't, he's not hurt. I don't see anything that would lead me to believe that he's, that he's hurt or hurting. I think he's just tired. I think he's wore down. Uh, you know and i 've said it before he 's a guy that works almost too hard in some ways doesn 't take much of an off season so he 's not getting a huge break for his arm for his body and and it 's become a trend I mean, you do something like this this is now the third year in a row where he struggled in the second half. It becomes a trend you have to you have to start to make some sort of adjustments you have to have a little bit of self awareness to realize like hey you know i end up I end up fading because it's something, and it's probably in his mind. He's it, it thinking, "I need to do more. I need to work harder. I need to have a bigger base to start from." But um, it, it, getting back to the original point, no, yeah, I think the, the, the just a day or two here, a day or two there makes a huge difference. Even having that off day, like you just that one extra day where you get just a little bit more length, and again, sure. like thirty-six hours would make even more of a difference. It would. I, I it's hard to do that stuff. Um, they're going to be able to do it next month. They're going to have yeah. the pitching, and right yeah, now it's that's just right. they're, you're in a tough spot with you know the September 1st coming up, and then you got the 10 day rule when you send a guy up and bring them, or send a guy down to bring him back up. So there's a lot of moving parts, and I, I don't I don't even know. I mean, you'd have to look at roster availability. Like if Smelter is available to come up, or when he's pitched, there's a lot of moving parts that go into that. They're going to do that stuff in September. I have no doubt in my mind yeah. that they're gonna that they're gonna Make an effort to give everybody a certain amount of time off. So I, I, all right, this
2: you stop me in my tracks if this is too hot takey here. I don't, I don't mean for this to be a dump on Barrios because I think, I think Jose Barrios is the ace of this staff long term. He's only like 25. I mean, it's he's not even a finished product yet. But there's been throughout his career a lot of comparisons to Johan Santana. I know that one's a righty, one's a lefty. I mean, there's there's a lot of differences. But Johan Santana was the last true long-term ace of this organization's rotations. And when I look at Barrios versus Santana, yeah, Santana had a better change-up in terms of his, his overall you know, weaponry of pitches. But the other thing that struck me, and this is where I want your insight, Glenn, because you spent a lot of time around Johan. Johan didn't go through month-long stretches where he just couldn't figure it out. Like, Johan would have bad starts, and he would get lit up for seven runs once in a while. But he had this ability, mentally, physically, whatever it was, to sort of figure it out or ask the right questions to pitching, whatever whatever it was, and he'd get back on track pretty quickly. You wouldn't see a four-start stretch or an August ERA over a career like Barrios has to this extent where it's a six ERA. And I'm wondering, is that something, I mean, is... Is there just a missing chip with Barrios that prevents him from being an ace and getting over this long term? Or is there another level that he can figure out like Johan
0: did? I think, I think when, when Barrios is at his best, he's got a plus fastball, a plus breaking ball, and a plus changeup. The, the thing with him is when he's, when he's not, when he's off a little bit, he's way off. And part of that is is just I think his mechanics, his arm action in general, um, is it's a, a longer, sweeping... There's, you know, he's rotational. There's just more moving parts. Like, Johan was straight up, straight down, really short, right from his ear. There wasn't a whole lot that could go wrong with, with Johan's mechanics. And maybe he has a little bit better ability to, to, to repeat stuff. That being said, Johan was also older at that time. So, I mean, you said it. Barrios is still young. Um, it takes some innings to, to figure that stuff out. Uh, and just experience. So, I, I, I mean... I, I, I have a hard time comparing those two pitchers, based on the fact that Johan won two and should have won three Cy Youngs. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Brios Thanks. hasn't quite gotten there, even Thanks at Bartolo even, at his, even at, at his best. Yeah. But I, I mean, I think there's still a lot of room for growth in in a lot of different ways for Brios. I, I think he's going to end up. He'll be a guy for me over the next couple of years that will contend for a Cy Young. It's just got to figure out some of those, work out some of the kinks, some of the stuff that, that you figure out only with time. I saw Patrick Royce tweet out earlier this week. He was having lunch with somebody who knows
3: baseball and knows pitching, and they were saying that a lot of Jose Barrios' action is inside out, side to side, working the inside of the plate, outside of the plate, and not up and down and changing the batter's eye level. Would he would he do himself well to do a little bit more of that, of working up and down in the
0: zone rather than side to side? You think? That's something that is the same with Gibby too, where it's a it, it's a lot of side to side, uh, sink action. So you're down in the zone more. For for Brios, it, it, those guys that have that like tumbling downer sinker, it's hard to get the ball up. Like Gibby would try to throw four seamers up, and it's like six feet in the air or or like way outside. Brios do that same thing too. Um, he is a lot of side to side, and and I, I don't disagree with that. I think that that when you talk about a swing plan too, like you start thinking about where a guy is swinging having something that that is more vertical even if it's break whether it's whether that's spotting pitches high spotting pitches low but even having something that has a little bit more of a vertical break on it counteracts a guy's swing path better and so when you when you have guys that get see uh, Sergio Romo you know is another guy side to side stuff you don't see a lot of swings and misses you don't see a lot of like you see a lot of foul balls because that that ball is breaking on the on the on the same plane yeah so i i don't know i mean yeah Again, it just goes back to he's,
1: he's got stuff to learn, yeah. Like, he's not a finished product. Right, and I think you said it well, Glenn, when you said that when he's at his best, it's a plus fastball, it's a plus breaking ball, and it's a plus changeup. And right now, that's not the case. I think that'd be fair to say, even Jose himself would say that. One big difference is when Johan was at his best, it was a plus, plus, plus changeup. Yeah. Like, one of the best changeups you've ever seen. Yeah. So that helped him get out of funks in my... Uh, revisionist history here in my head. I, I do think that is something you can lean on. You just have a stellar weapon. Like, I here, good example, and not to uh, praise you just because you're sitting here, Glenn, but when you have a slider like that w- with a fastball from the left side that's plus-plus, like, you're just able to avoid ruts better than other guys. Would you say that's fair? Yeah, And I mean, again, like, you go to Taylor Rogers, It's the same, same deal. I mean, he's, yeah. he's
0: got basically the same stuff that he's I He's trying to copy you. Yeah. I've noticed um, that. And Where's your twin brother? It, <laughs> <laughs> Did he ever pitch in the big leagues? No, sir. Take that. Gun. Um, but yeah, I mean, you you know, the, the only thing like it was the same deal for me. Is if I got tired, and my fastball didn't have the life on it, sure. then, I, then I would have trouble, and I would run into an outing where I'd I'd give up a couple hits and maybe a home run. The same way Taylor Rogers does. Yep. But that's yeah, yeah. I and like again with like what Santana was able to do, that pitch was so stinking good, filthy. And and Brios, it's uh, something else. I think that he'll learn in time is. Finding out early in games what what will work for you, and then pitching off that. Maybe you don't have your good fastball, so you have to you have to pitch off a, off your breaking ball and your changeup. Sure, um, you know, and then hey, maybe t- maybe today your fastball is really good, and you're going to throw seventy percent, eighty percent fastball just because you have a really good one. Yeah, and it, you know, it, it there's there's no magical formula like they used to have. Like, oh, you got to throw sixty percent fastballs, and and it's fifteen percent curveballs and fifteen percent changeups, and like keep everybody. It's like no, just throw whatever is best for you, throw that the most because that's just what makes sense <laughs> yeah, I love and it. so it's uh, part of it will be uh, him identifying what what is good for him and then and then working toward that but yeah I mean he just he he does he needs a break I, yeah. like i yeah. i, I, I I don't hate your plan. I, I
2: think he throws a pay. no. He, by the way, he for people who are listening to this via podcast, absolutely one hundred percent through a no hitter. in for eight
1: <laughs> innings one
2: hundred percent. Eight innings, thirteen strikeouts, one walk.
3: Best start of his career. That's absolutely yeah. career what's happening for, today for Jose Berríos. <laughs> well, we're only about forty-five to. minutes from finding out. <laughs> Let's say that doesn't happen, and 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 maybe Jose Barrios does doesn't get back to his A game between now. And the end of the year. Something Judd brought up yesterday, and my initial reaction was, that's crazy, that dude's your ace. Do you give any thought to putting somebody else out there for game one of a playoff series if
0: this doesn't get right? It, no, I don't. And I, and I, I, I think two things. Though. One, I think he will get right. Whatever he does today, he does get to pitch against the White Sox, who stink. And so like he's, he, there's a good chance that he might have a better outing today than he's had over the last few starts. That being said, um, if he's healthy, he's going number one. That's, he's, he's your guy. He's your youngest, your best. Um, you just you, you you put him out there. That's the that's the guy you don't. Michael Pineda has been throwing the best lately. You don't run him out in game one. You just don't. I you you put Jose Bar- Barrios on that Judge stage. I think said Jake, Jake
3: Odorizzi might be. A guy yeah, I I, I do I there. do him. I mean
0: I I, just, I go I go Barrios Odorizzi, uh Pineda, mm-hmm. and then I guess Gibby would Gibson. go would, would go a fourth if you needed a fourth. Um, well,
1: just sweep the first round. You don't have to worry about it.
0: But. You know, it's that's just that's his spot. That's that's where I want to see him. Like you saw him pitch in the All Star game, and that, like we hadn't seen that breaking ball for a month, yeah, or six weeks, and you see him pitch out, and you're like, holy crap, yeah, that's that's what he can do. That's what I would expect him to do if he went out there for Game One of a, of a playoff series. Is just blow you away stuff.
2: Speaking of, of like rotation strategies, do you guys, do you guys remember the Super Bowl prop bets before before Peyton Manning played in the Super Bowl the year where he said Omaha, Omaha, Omaha before oh, yes. every single play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and and like the over-under prop bet sheets were like 36 and a half <laughs> Omaha mentions yeah. by Peyton Manning. Yeah. And he said it zero times in the Super Bowl. If you were going into the season for the Twins and said, all right, over-under on how many times they use an opener in 2019 in the regular season. Set the over-under at Twelve and a half. I would have said probably over. I Derek think. Falvey, Rocco yeah. Baldelli. Ta- like last year, they spent the second half of the season essentially smoothing out public opinion of hey, this is a thing now, <laughs> and we've done a lot of <laughs> research right. on this, and we've been implementing it in the minor leagues. I don't think they've used an opener
0: all season, no, have they? they ha- I don't. I, the Gibby uh,
1: like short start well, thing before the All Star yeah, break. Yeah,
0: that, does, that I, one, and that doesn't count. Yeah. That, that was just he he was going to pitch an inning and he wanted to start. Or yeah, whatever.
1: yeah. I I mean you're right. No, they haven't deployed it as a strategy. I think what Glenn's saying here about in September you're going to give guys more rest. Why not try this out in September? See if see if people adapt to it. See if Odorizzi can do it coming in facing you know five six seven eight in the second you, inning. You know, yeah,
0: I don't I don't think they need to do that. That's not the way I get rest for these guys. But you, I think if you do it, you're gonna you're gonna have Smelter open and you're gonna have bullpen. It's just gonna be this a is, bullpen. This thing. is
1: more. I'm talking more for to see if it would work in October. You don't want to just do it the first time in Game Two of the, 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 the ALDS. The A's, the A's did it
0: last year in a wild card game.
1: Started with uh, was was Liam, Liam H- H- Henders. Henders. Yeah, that didn't right. work out for him. No, he gave it like four, four runs, and, they, and, and they, then, and they, then they they he came lost. back
0: the next year throwing a
2: hundred miles an hour. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, by the way, Liam no, Hendricks just I, pumping I, gas. I would. I would From pumping gas to pumping gas. Wow, wow. You did there. Okay, that's right. Well played. That was a, that was an unemployment joke right there. No, <laughs> no, yeah. A lot of guys go the other way, but I see what you did
3: there.
0: <laughs> um, no, I, <laughs> I think we all need a break. Yeah, I think I think we, might have to take a break and come I back. Think Phil just <laughs> that I'll be here already. all day. That's everybody. not, that's not my, Appreciate that's not my, my job. So Phil always takes us out I brought us in today on a live show, which usually that's like Anthony Lapanta or Dave Benz or Tom Hanneman for me. So bringing yeah. in a live show that was a first for me. Did it well. Yeah, nice uh, I thought I thought it was good. Yeah, yeah, everybody. I have my I have my easy target right here to pick up. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was I, I had to. I oh had shoot, to throw what do I say? Over. I'll just make fun, make of, fun Derek. of Derek. <laughs> uh, when in doubt, uh, when in doubt, I <laughs> just make, make fun of Derek. I'll make a pale <laughs> joke. Just stay in the shade. You'll be fine. <laughs> this is the Score
2: North Twin Show. Glenn Perkins on baseball, and we are the only place in town that has a five-day-a-week twin show. It's noon every day until their season is over, one way or another. And another cool thing here. For the live audience and for the podcast audience, how many home runs? Last, we had three bombas last night, three right? Last night, yep. Up to 258. The Yankees have played three more games, and the Yankees are off today, so the Twins can
3: gain more today, but the Yankees, yeah, Yankees end up are winning. about the Yankees. Social media, Seth, before we started the show, what if the Yankees had break the record first? Not going to happen, What about the Yankees? Not going to happen. This is Bombasota, exactly. the land of 10,000 rakes. The land of 10,000 rakes, so, ladies and gentlemen. Assuming we're still on that path,
2: here's what we're doing at Score North: Bombas away for 50K. We love a good Bomba challenge around here, and we're taking it to another level. So the Twins are going to break this record probably sometime next week. If you can predict which player will be the one to hit the record-breaking Bomba, you're entered to win $1,000. That's pretty cool, right? Entered to win $1,000. Yeah. I mean, $1,000. It's pretty good. That'd help out, yeah. Yeah. I could use a grand. If that Mm Bomba is a grand slam, the prize goes up to $50,000. $50,000 to someone who correctly predicts the record breaking bomba if it's a grand slam and here's how you enter free to enter and free to download the score north mobile app either on your apple device or your android device register and enter in the listener reward section that's it. You can go to 1,500... Well, I almost just said 1,500 ESPN.com right oh, there careful. for the first time at the fair. That's um, all right. That I've said Milwaukee
3: something. Yeah, few running, times, running running I got this, here,
2: so don't worry about it. That'll <laughs> still redirect to scorenorth.com, even if you do type that in. It'd be great. Scorenorth.com if you want to find out more details. But It's bombus away for 50K. We're counting up to the record 268 and you can win either 1000 or maybe $50,000. We'll come back with more Glenn Perkins on baseball live from the Minnesota State Fair. It's the Scornar Twin Show.
3: I sat on a tractor and a combine and ate chocolate bison, I think.
0: It's Score North, live from the Minnesota State Fair. Welcome back to the Score North Twin Show. This is Glenn Perkins on baseball. I'm the host of this show, Glenn Perkins. The Score North first place twin show. Still. Derek, congratulations on making it back out of the sun. No sunburn. I'm um,
1: good. Yeah. Push on your skin a little bit. The is night it, is young. It's tender. <laughs> tender getting a little pink. As uh, Ron said, it's burning to so,
2: It's like the, uh, the guy from Raiders of
0: the Lost Ark at
1: the end. Who,
3: <laughs> his skin just
0: melts off of his
1: we, body. Yeah. We were... <laughs> you haven't
3: seen an, that's that. That's enough, there.
0: guys. Let's go. Stay, <laughs> stay on task. <laughs> Tighten it up. This is a sports show. This is baseball. We don't goof around here. We... We're talking just briefly before we uh, left um, about the Yankees and the home runs that they're catching up. Yeah. And so earlier today, when I do my typical pre-show research, which takes place 10 minutes before the show starts, (laughs) I usually try to just find something interesting. And so I looked at the standings because I wanted to see. I've been up at the cabin. And so I wanted to see. uh, I I don't pay attention to, like, oh, I pay attention to the Twins, but I don't, like, follow all the other stuff because I don't have service up there. And so I wanted to see if the, if the Indians had won last night. And apparently they did. I thought they didn't. I thought we were up two and a half. We're up three and a half. So the Indians won two. Ir- irrelevant. Uh, I was looking at all the standings. And as it stands right now, the New York Yankees have a half-game lead over the Astros for the best record in baseball. Interesting. So I fear the Astros if the five times right, more than I fear the If the Yankee. season ended right now, the Twins would play the Astros. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want that. My question. Sorry. The history... The history that the Twins have with the Yankees, uh, it, you know, it, however pathetic it is, um, the the Astros are fifty-one and sixteen at home. So if you play the Astros in the first series, That's fifty-one so and, and That's sixteen so at home, yeah, wow. which is like a, a what's that, Derek? What's that winning percentage?
1: I tell, we gotta ask Manny. He's the one that has it Man, off the top
0: of his head oh, all the time. You know what? I didn't even bring Manny. Manny's back there doing. What's up? Um, I didn't grow up in radio, so whatever he's doing back there on the on the. Board, <laughs> are you the producer? What does Doogie say? As, as Duke, Doogie always says, um, producing and technically directing. Yes, yes, exactly. There you go. Okay. Correct.
4: I, I wish I could do a Doogie. 51 voice. and what? 51
0: and 16. So it's 51 to seven, it's 761 61. winning yeah. percentage. So that's ridiculous. That, Ooh, that is over, over the course
2: of a full season, that's a 123 win pace. <laughs> good. Play God. Yeah. So
0: they're, my, they're my pretty good now, at home, I guess. My question now is Would do you want to play the Astros in the first round and avoid the Yankees, or do you want to just play the, Yanke- the Yankees right away?
1: Do I get to pick? Yes. I'm picking the Yankees. Like, I would choose to because they're so flawed. It gets, it's, a, it's a really, really, really good team. I'm not trying to take that away from them. But, like, you look in their bullpen and you see weaknesses, and you look in their rotation, and you're like, I could win that game. The Astros, I mean, I was about to say something a little too bold. I was going to say nobody scares me if I'm the Twins. The Astros would scare me, especially when you talk about a 120-plus win team when they're playing at home. But that's still a competitive series for me. Well, the Twins are one of the best teams in baseball. But if I got to take my pick, it'd be the Yankees. And I think the Twins might even be favored in that series if they had home field. They won't. But.
3: Yeah, I'd pick the Yankees. And I, I've, I've said before, I don't, I don't. Other than history, and I try not to let that affect my mindset because you're
1: brand new. It hasn't poisoned the well just yet. But I think, but I think
3: that's kind of silly. And Glenn, I don't know if you can back me up on this or say I'm totally wrong, but. The guys in the clubhouse—they don't care what the Yankees did to the Twins
0: six years ago, do they? It was nine years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I, was just, I was just throwing a number right, out no, there. Right, it was definitely. 2010. It was nine years ago. Okay, it, but there are still mental outside the one outside of the, one, outside of the one
3: game. But, but do those do ago, those guys who are playing now care at all about don't the even, horror stories of Yankees Yankees series? No, they don't even know that. So, other than that, I don't understand the fear of the Yankees because I see a mirror image of the Twins with the Yankees. I see a team that can hit a lot of home runs, has a lot of issues when it comes to their starting pitching, and I know they can get healthier and probably better there before the playoffs start. But their bullpen might be more of a mess than what the Twins have outside of Aroldis Chapman. I don't understand the fear of the Yankees that that seems to be out there, other than. Them being the boogeyman for Twins fans. Yeah. The, the, the
0: Derek, Derek Yankees, Robbie Yankees, Yankees, Philip Wayne, 100% Yankees. Philip with one L.
2: First of I all, today. efficient. Yeah. Wh- why, why two right. Ls? <laughs> Philip with one no. L. Really? Wow. I've never understood Phillips with two Ls. Like, why do you need so many L? Why do you need seven
0: Phil letters lip. in your name?
3: It's, Phil it's, Phil it's Philip. It's Philip. It's Philip. Philip. <laughs> It's web. cool whip. We have people it's watching us. And this is what we're wasting their time with.
2: They, they're you out at the state fair. You want to see? But you want to see the Yankees? Too. You can't have pie without cool whip.
0: <laughs>
2: Glenn tries to get this us guy back agrees.
0: On yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> I've, I've only have I only have four minutes left, and I'm falling asleep. I, <laughs> I got. I didn't. I was here on last Thursday, and I didn't eat. I ate a cob of corn. And then we got here at like 11:15 today, and I managed to eat a pickle dog. A, a chicken bowl and, like, half of a bucket of Sweet Martha's Cookies. A, so the pickle I'll be, dog. I'll be falling asleep in about three minutes.
2: Glenn, I'll answer Glenn's baseball question in a second. But Glenn, uh, Glenn said, hey, I'm going to go get a, a pickle dog for lunch. What or is a for, pickle dog? And I said, I've been to the State Fair every year of my conscious life, and I've never heard of a pickle dog. So apparently it's it's a booth that's been around for 15 years. Something like that, set? yeah.
0: Top five food item I've had at the fair Whoa, so far What is year. it? It's a pickle spear. Wrap, so you got a pickle spear and then they, they take like a piece of pastrami I believe it is. Okay. And and you put cream cheese on that and then you put the pickle on there and then wrap it all up and eat it like a burrito-ish kind of thing. Yeah. Huh. It's, it's insane. Huh. Are and then I got the fire sounds dog pretty that simple. jalapenos in That sounds too. super
3: simple. It is, yeah. You, but
2: you got to be in on all those things. Oh, like, I'm in on all those things. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll walk down
3: there. Since we're talking about food. It's low-carb, too. Uh, our guy Brian dropped off some uh, deep-fried olives for oh. me. Lou Danny was talking about that yesterday on Mackey and Judd with Rami. And I don't know if there's cheese stuffed into the – is there cheese stuffed into the olives? Cream cheese, cream cheese inside of the olives. Wow. Yeah. So it's like a little bit of jalapeno popper to it, but salty instead of spicy. Blend. Really good. You I seen,
1: recommend it. Have you seen your guy Phil Hughes on Twitter? stumping for the peanut butter yeah. and pickle sandwich. Yeah. have not done it yet. We, we got to get to him it. on the show just so I can talk to him about that atrocity. That can't be that uh, cannot I'll, be
3: good.
0: I'll text good. him during the break. Man. Don't, we'll get Do we have the capability yeah. to get him on the phone? We do. Sure. Yeah. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll try to get don't, on.
1: Don't don't knock it before you try it. I've seen a lot of converts on Twitter I'll text last him right week. I I'll, I'll give it a shot. My girlfriend
3: most mornings when she wakes up. The first thing that she has that she puts into her system before anything else is a spoonful of peanut butter right off the spoon, and then drinks pickle juice out of the jar. What? Yes. Ah. Washes down peanut butter. She chases it with pickle with juice. With pickle juice. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's traumatizing.
2: Yeah. I, I guess I'm... the joke's on us if she lives till she's like 105. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah.
3: I don't know. I don't think it's a health thing. I think she just genuinely actually likes it. <laughs> Oh, man. So anyways. I I almost broke up with Yankees or Astros. Is
0: that what
2: we were talking about? Here's here's how simple it is. To to piggyback off Rami's point, Yankees and Twins tail the tape, if you just go up and down, right, both lineups are fearsome, home run hitting lineups. And now that the Yankees are getting their full allotment of hitters back, you might even tip the scales on an overall offense perspective. You might even tip it slightly to the Yankees, but I would argue if Byron Buxton comes back and can be your number nine hitter, and he's able to score from first base on any double and make pitchers nervous, I think Buxton adds an element to your lineup that the Yankees don't really have. So let's call the lineups a wash. Bullpens are all this Chapman, and there's a couple other established guys with track records in that bullpen from a name perspective. But the Twins might call up one of the best pitching prospects in baseball to add to their improving bullpen. Gratterall comes up in September, I might take the Twins' bullpen over the Yankees, but let's call bullpen and line up a wash, okay? The Yankees' rotation is a disaster. And I don't think Luis Severino is coming back to save that thing in September. Uh, so I would pick, as much as we don't love the Twins' rotation going into a playoff series and Brios has been struggling, I would still take it, and I would take Michael Pineda and Jake Odorizzi over pretty much anything the Yankees have to offer right now. So I would take Twins over Yankees in a playoff series, Astros might be running out one of the top one two three starting pitching playoff rotations in modern baseball of, history. You got of, for of sure all time. two yeah. Hall of Famers and whatever Garrett Cole winds up becoming. He's um, on
0: and he's on that track. He's, yeah. he's pitching like one. I mean, right. for sure this year. Mm-hmm. Now Justin Verlander's kryptonite. You
2: brought this up last week, Glenn Perkins, or two weeks ago. Justin yes. Verlander's kryptonite plays into the Twins' lineup strengths. I mean, he's given up like thirty-five home runs this season, so he's the type of dude that he lost a game to the Tigers last week. Giving up a couple solo two home hits. runs, he
0: gave up two hits, it's a Both home game, runs, two hitter.
2: So you you could wind up if you don't give up nine runs in a, in a game against the Astros, you could wind up beating Justin Verlander with a three run home run well, and I, a solo I, shot. I,
0: well, I brought I brought that up on that same show that the Twins I believe beat him one
1: nothing. Yep, A. Ray Adrianza and, got him. and
0: Adrianza hit a home run that was down in Houston. That's one of their sixteen losses this year. Was a was
1: a <laughs> one nothing shutout. Okay, so <laughs> so I remember that start. I remember that game. It was Odorizzi versus Verlander. Odorizzi gets the best of him. A. Ray gets. Verlander. Think about the fact that they have lost 15 other games in Houston this year. Yeah, the whole year. It's almost September. What? Well, and that was like a one
3: nothing, like kind of a coin flip fluke. And to play devil's advocate, combine a point from a tweeter here to a point I was about to make Brian tweets into the show and says I would want the Astros in the first round because then you only need to beat, beat them, them 3, three times, times. That's exactly and not what 4. To. Interesting. And on top of that, what do you say the Astros home home uh, win percentage was? 7.21 something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Twins road win percentage is 6.56. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like and like we just pointed out, they're one of only six, 16 teams that beat them in Houston this year. The thing that would scare me the most about the Astros is what Phil just talked about, which is those three guys that they throw out to the mound, not necessarily what they do at home because of what the Twins have done on the road. That doesn't, that doesn't, I mean, that's an impressive number, but it's not as concerning as it
1: would be with some teams. They're a scary ball club, and it's because they combine this offense and some defense with the pitching. I've got their, uh, I'm on fan graphs. I know, Glenn, you'll be shocked to hear that. Um, I'm looking at the rotations in just the American League. And I'm gonna throw out the Rays because the Rays cheat and they use a guy for one inning and then go to a reliever. That goes to your starter ERA. I'm not counting that. It doesn't count. Astros, meanwhile, are first in the American League among non Tampa teams with a 364 ERA. The Yankees have it's like a run and a half worse. Their starting Whoa. staff ERA four seven six. Yeah, it's a disaster. It's a disaster. It's and most of those stats were compiled without Zach Greinke.
2: I will say, though, <laughs> with, whether it's Houston or the Yankees as an opponent, there's a lot of years, and, 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 and I would even go back to, like, 2004 probably. There was a lot of years where just, even though the Yankees had some better rosters, it felt like there was something else at play. It just felt like he, sure. kind of a here-we-go-again. I, I remember one time sitting on a flight to Fort Myers, like, eight or nine years ago, uh, with someone from the Twins. Doesn't doesn't matter who it is. Flat out, like confessed on a three hour flight, like just how much the it's yeah the Yankees are a good team, but like we we're super psyched. Like it, there's a nervous energy in the clubhouse every time a playoff series rolls around, and it's like it's it's more than just the Yankees. This team, I don't think with Nelson Cruz in that clubhouse, I don't think this team gives a bleep who the opponent is. I'm not saying that means they're going to beat anyone, but I think they think they're going to beat anyone, <laughs>
0: and I think that matters. Yeah, no, they they do. I just I. I I was I was a pro, uh, face the Yankees too, but I didn't didn't even think about the five game series thing. Well, and the man behind the glass should have pointed that out.
1: (laughs) I was getting ready to.
0: The flip side, I guess, is
1: (laughs) go play the Yankees, let somebody else beat the Astros, and then go try to beat Cleveland. Well, they could, yeah,
0: or they could go beat the
1: Astros in in five. There you go. And then I, go not have to play the Yankees, let me ask to you to play this the plan. Rays. Because we've talked about them as, uh, you know, one of the best teams in baseball. We've talked about that for a couple of months here now. From your perspective, uh, we asked Eno Saracis, who's a national columnist, covers majors for The Athletic and formerly of Fangraph. So we asked him, hey, are we in a bubble here also in Minnesota? a big beer guy. So. Huge beer guy, yeah. yeah. He's got that app that you always know what Eno's drinking. Yeah, um, but Like, okay. We get in a bubble here in Minnesota of the successes, of the failures. We're just talking Twins all the time. We're not necessarily out here sweating like what Astros fans might be sweating, like besides Presley, who's, you know, not contributing right now. Our bullpen's trash. How could we ever win a postseason series? And this is a team that's going to win 100 ball games. So I said, you know, to get us out of this bubble of Minnesota Twins baseball, do you think that the Twins could win the World Series? So I'll phrase it to you another way, Glenn. I'm from the future. I came back here to remind myself to put on sunscreen on uh, Thursday at the fair. Trust me, kid, just do it. And the Twins, by the way, won the World Series in 2019. What's your level of shock by my foretelling you that this is going to happen this year?
0: Yeah, I mean not like, like like right now. One to 10, no, 10 this is shocked. This isn't like like how shocked would I have been like in in March.
1: No, today. today, Thursday, uh, August twenty. I mean, 29th. not like shocked, shock, Just because I know where they are. Okay. I. I, I, I yeah, not like shock, shocked. But one to probably, ten, ten being you don't believe me that I came from the future to tell you this. Wow. Six, six. Okay, so okay. Gi- yeah, just over. Surprised. Yeah. yeah all right. Just what, over being... Phil, what's your level of shock? Because like, we talk about this team as a question could the win 10 again.
0: 10, 10 would be like no chance. It didn't happen. 10 would okay.
1: be your line. Yeah, I'm a 6. So I'm from the future. The Twins win the 2019 World Series. Okay. What is your level of shock yeah. on a scale of 1 being, okay, I 100% believe you, 10 being you're probably not telling the truth about that time travel thing. 4. It's baseball. Okay. It's I mean, we talk
2: about... So if, if, I bet you, future boy, if we went back <laughs> <Future boy>. the, <laughs> last 10, the last 10, 20 years, how many times has the team with the best regular season record won the World Series? Sure. Because it ain't 100%, and I would, I would venture to guess it's probably not even 50 or 75%, because baseball in a, in a five- and a seven-game series, things happen. And, I, and I've seen people say, as we start to size up the Twins' chances, well, when you get to the playoffs, it's all about pitching and pitching and defense. Okay, but if
0: you can score eight runs... Yeah, it's it, not. It's, a, that's, that's it's like about the biggest, that, too. That's the biggest misnomer ever, that it's all about pitching and defense, and it's even less so in today's game. Yeah, that's what I said when the season it's, started. That's ridiculous. The more, the more bone runs bone you off. score, the yeah. more runs you can give up. Like, yeah. I know I'm simplifying it, but that's kind of that's how sports also, work. the more runs you score, the better chance you have of winning. It's exactly. Not, it's not preve- yeah. like, they go, preventing runs also contributes to wins, but, but scoring runs contributes more. You have to score runs. Right, you can't win a game without scoring. So you've got to. The more runs you score, the better off you're going to be. So one to ten shots. Look at you. Look at sorry, but you just okay. j- just look at at the run scored, run differential leaders yeah. in baseball every year. The the teams that score the most runs go are in the playoffs. Go like, that's all record predictive too. That's I mean Pythagorean wins is is, is run scored, runs allowed, but. Yeah. Yeah, you you score runs.
1: There's a super strong correlation from being able to score 1,000 runs (laughs) and winning baseball games. (laughs) It's crazy. It's crazy. I I crunched the numbers, and it turns out it's true. Uh, So Glenn, on a scale of 1 to 10, shocked at Future Boy telling you the Twins are going to win the 2019 World Series. He's a 6. That is now your new nickname. I
0: hope that doesn't stick, but
1: Phil is uh 4 because he's not that surprised. Rami, 1 to 10. Twins win the 2019 World Series. What's your level of? Job? I gotta say,
3: future boy, I'm right there with Phil. It's it's right. It's a it's a four or a five, and not because the Twins aren't a good baseball team, but just because once you get to October, this is a crazy game. Like of all the sports, to me, Major League Baseball, when you get to the playoffs, is is more wide open than the NFL. It's more wide open than the NBA. You can you can kind of pick one or two teams once the NBA playoffs start. Who you go? Yeah, they're they're going to be at least playing for a championship. Same thing in the NFL. I don't think you can really do that in baseball. I think the Twins, I don't want to say they have as good a shot as anybody. There's probably three teams that I'd give a significantly better shot than them. After that, it's, it's, it's the rest of the field, neck and neck to me. So I would be shocked, but not because they're not a great baseball team.
1: Hmm. Okay. Manny, what are you? Scale of 1 to 10. Forget the time travel element, because like, I no, think, think that's, that's shocking impo- enough. I think that's an important element That's here. pretty Just shocking. Call you, yeah. that's, future a huge, boy. that's a huge Two things in play. Don't sell that part of the equation. One, here. that I'm time traveling. <laughs> <laughs> two, you have to trust that I would come back and tell you the truth. But <laughs> Okay, Twins win the 2019 World future Series, boy, Manny Hill.
0: Future Boy cannot lie. Wait,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was a precondition.
0: Hold on, movie
2: reference coming that will go over Derek's head. Did Future Boy bring back... Like a sports almanac from a certain era that told man like back,
4: back, like back to the
2: Future, yeah, too? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you seen Back
1: to the Future, Future Boy? Yeah, probably not. Uh, not important to okay. my ability to travel <laughs> through the time. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
4: um, I would even go, my, my shock level would be even lower than Phil and Rami. I'd wow. say probably a two or a three. I mean, to, to Phil's point, like it is, and Rami's point, too, it, it is baseball. We have seen crazier things happen. If I were a betting man right now, I would not pick the twins to win the World Series right you'd now. Like but, your money. but right, exactly. <laughs> but it would not surprise me if they went on a run. If they just sure, Jose Barrios got hot yeah. in the postseason and they, score and nine they go runs on a run. A game. Yeah. I mean it saying. would not surprise me because we've we've seen okay. we've seen teams with eighty five, eighty six wins, the twins being one of them in eighty seven just yeah. go on this run. Now it was a shorter playoff field then, but we've seen teams with fewer wins go on or get, just get hot at the end of the season and go on and win a championship. So it is possible. It Stuff wouldn't surprise happens. me.
1: Stuff happens, and this is a great baseball team. And I think we get so caught in our little bubble here, it's like there, the, these weaknesses exist. Yeah, it's totally true, and I'm not running from those. But like, it's possible this team wins the World Series, and we talk about it like there's no chance. Uh, I am going Correcting through, that narrative. Just for fun here, to see best record in
2: baseball. Red Sox did have best record in baseball last year. Yeah, that was year. a good team. They won. Before that, it was the Dodgers had 104 wins. They, they did not win to the, the World Astros, Series. Astros, right? Yep. The Cubs the year before that had the best record. They won. Oh, did they? Uh, they won, won the World Series.
0: <laughs> How's it going, Bill?
2: Here. <laughs> uh, Royals did not have the best record in 2015. Nope. And or 14, probably when they went again. Yeah, 14. The Angels well, 14, had
1: the they best record. Yeah.
2: What? 14. The the Giants had the best record in baseball in one of these years. You
0: said the Angels. I was like, no, come on.
2: No, the Angels had the best record in 2014. In the American League, 98 wins. Wow, I do not remember a good
4: Angels. Team. I thought
0: they were like I thought they were the equivalent to like you know Jeff, Jeff the, Fisher when he was with the. <laughs> like,
2: no,
4: I, I remember that because the Royals, the Royals were the wild card team. That was the first year the Royals went to the World Series, and they swept the Angels in the LDS.
2: Gee, that is true. Th- a three game sweep yeah. over the Angels in the in the DS. That's right. So. <laughs> You're of telling course. me there's a chance,
1: Manny's Phil's on Baseball Reference. Manny's just remembering. I'm just, yeah. I'm just <laughs> it
4: up on the top. Manny is Baseball <laughs>
2: Reference.
1: Yeah. Manny is Baseball Reference. This is the Score north
2: Twin Show. Glenn Perkins on Baseball is the Thursday edition of this every single week, and you can find our five day a week Twin Show anywhere you find podcasts: Apple, Spotify, or the free to download Score north Mobile app. And uh, you'll see us up here like. Derek's rocking the white Scornorth T-shirt or the bare-chested Scornorth tattoo. It's hard to tell. Either way. <laughs> it's hard to tell. If, Super similar. If you go to our merch booth here at the State Fair and show your Scornorth mobile app, you'll get a $5 T-shirt. The shirt I'm wearing is the All Arise, Arise. shirt. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, and these shirts, all of the proceeds go to Luis Arise. His favorite charity. The Ronald McDonald House. Ronald McDonald. Yes. That's pretty good, yes. <laughs> uh, we're going to put Glenn through a Do You Know the State Fair oh, challenge. Oh, sweet. Good. Oh, well, I'm wondering if you're going to do this. All, All right. right, we are. I it's, like it. It's the Score like North Twin Show. Glenn Perkins on baseball, live from the fair.
1: Soft. You going to eat a fried stick of butter
0: or no? It's Score North, live from the Minnesota State Fair.
4: Score North download time. It's 1246. I'm Manny Hill. We're out here live at the great Minnesota get together. It's Glenn Perkins on baseball. One more second to go there. Then we got Score North live coming up at one o'clock. Purple Daily from two to four. And then Mackie and Judd with Rami from four until six. All live right here at the Score North porch at the State Fair. And my question for you Twins fans is this. Off of the last segment we just had, can the Twins win the World Series? What would be your level of surprise if the Twins win the 2019 World Series? Let us know on Twitter at Score North S-K-O-R North and let us know what you think on a scale of 1 to 10 as we return to Glenn Perkins on baseball.
2: Actually, I'd love to crowdsource this. Seth or Manny, can you throw that out on the Score North Twitter account? Level of surprise? i just love to, I don't know if you do a can we poll not, or whatever you want to do. You can't say put it on the poll. That's already copyrighted. It is. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Although it is on Score North in yeah. the mornings. So
0: We're uh, we're back, right? This is Glenn Perkins on baseball. Um, Rami Makloff is here. Phil Mackey. Future Boy is here.
1: <laughs> um, and oh, apparently, no.
0: I just had to do that. I had to get that in That's
1: there. It's perfectly so. fine. We're going to uh, get that tattooed on my it, left arm.
0: Take it away, Phil. How, so, how well do I know the fair? Well, we're, we'll get to that in just a oh. second here.
1: We will. I we
0: we're done talking about sports. But yeah. No, I got. I, I want to because you. You and I talked for, about this on the but bus. We've talked about sports for forty five minutes. Like that's my. That's we're way. Actually, over my we, limit. We, is that your <laughs> limit? Golly, we can talk about fishing or like hunting seasons coming up. September fourteenth is bow opener. Like let's. Actually, you know what? Why don't you? I, I was going to go down a different path. But why
2: don't you tell the story about you essentially wiping out your phone because you couldn't reel in a muskie.
0: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> wear your life jackets, boys and girls. When you're in your boat, wear your life jackets. That's all I'll say. I uh, I had to rescue a fishing rod. I bought a brand new fishing rod. Oh, yeah? I had to rescue it, so I jumped in after. How it. deep? Like 12 feet of water.
1: Okay, you can get that.
0: Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna divulge the whole story because there was some stuff that I did that is not recommended at all. Okay. <laughs> also, I was not I was certainly not wearing a life jacket either. um but um I, I made it down here. i am down one sweatshirt. Uh,
4: <laughs> but I saved my fishing pole. I saved my I
0: saved my rod. I did not catch the fish, which I was pissed. I thought there was still a chance it was gonna be hooked. It's a big one. See uh, I was hoping you'd come great. up like bare with the fish bare handed yes. out of the water. I noodled a yeah, I noodled a forty five inch muskie
1: cell phone in my teeth. Yeah. Like,
0: no. no, but now my phone doesn't well but the phone works, but the, the cameras are both foggy. The oh. front one is about cleared up. The back one's still in really bad you shape. You jumped in the water with your phone in your I pocket? I didn't even think about it. I had my phone. I had my wallet. Had to I, went to the, the I went to the grocery store that night, and they, they don't take uh, up there. They don't take, like, a American Express, so sure. I have to use cash. And so I was like peeling cash off, and they're like all stuck together. Like, <laughs> she's like looking at me I'm, like, "Look, I, j- I had to jump in the lake today." And I had my wallet <laughs> and She's like, "Oh, okay." No I, I was like twenty-three bucks, and I gave her a twenty. What I thought was a twenty to five, there was two twenties stuck together. She like peeled the one off and handed it back to me. You must really love that fishing rod. I, well, I, did, I mean, it, that's, was, it was brand new and it was very expensive. I, I've spent like eight hundred dollars. That's something setup, people so do for
3: their child, I, just I, jumping I, into the water without without a second thought. Yeah. <laughs> but there was no thought. Yeah, if, so actually,
2: if, if you one what, of your I, children and the rod were both in the water, and you could only save one. <laughs> if we're going to be honest, I
0: didn't actually jump in. So I kind of got down on the back of the boat, and I was reaching, and I'm like, I can reach this, but like it was starting to sink, and I was worried about like the fish swimming away with it. And so I was like getting ready to, and I'm like, F it and i just I kind of rolled into the like just flopped into the water <laughs> so it wasn't like a, it wasn't like
1: a Here heroic we go. like yeah. yeah no i was like ah, i think i can
0: reach that but it's going to start swimming away and uh, that's amazing there was some other stuff going on so uh, yeah, I, that's, that's it. That's You know, I didn't that wasn't for radio. Outstanding. <laughs> no, see, I No, mean, that <laughs> was for radio. That was very much for radio. Yeah. Best story. I was you about that. So if you're wondering what I'm doing in retirement, that's it. I'm, up, I'm up <laughs> flailing around in a lake in middle of the middle of nowhere in Wisconsin in search of just Thank giant God there was muskies. nobody else on the lake like watching me that do That could have been
2: bad. <laughs> just embarrassing. I just wanted to know about and Tyler Duffy, get, but now I'm over that. I could get either.
0: back in the boat. Like it's hard to get in a boat. Like you don't realize how hard it is to get back it's in a, fishing a boat. boat. Yeah, it's a it, it's like if you're the by boat. yourself. That's top. It's tough. slippery, and so yeah, I, I was I I. Good thing I have some upper body strength. Yeah, big myself. time athlete. Yeah, yeah. that's yep. great. Yep. So.
2: All right, you're a true Minnesotan. You should do well on this quiz. Okay. I would think I think so. Now, Probably in fairness, not. we've had. We've had uh, three true name, Minnesotans. I can only take name it.
0: like three catchers that I threw to of the like 58. So <laughs> <laughs> it might not be that good. I actually threw to those guys. So I might not be very good at this.
2: So right now, the leaderboard is as follows it's five questions. It's the Do You Know the State Fair quiz, ordinarily with Mackie, Judd, and Rami, but this is part of the Scorno Twin show. Lou Nanny, Gerson Rosas, and Pete Nigerian are all tied at two questions correct out of five. Uh, Lindsey Whalen failed epically and oh, got one man. right out of five. See, I was Total think, embarrassing effort. She so should be she on the hot comes, seat.
0: She That's never very came to the fair. I know that. And then Gerson Rosas just got here, like what, like a week ago? He was I'm here
1: literally school. for three hours before he took the quiz. Yeah, but he's probably got one of those photographic Lou Nanny, memories. Lou Nanny doesn't have an excuse. No. He's been around long enough. It's true.
2: Pete <laughs> Nigerian, by the way, is out here eight days a year out of the twelve. You go go, look, go look at Pete wow. Nigerian social media. Yes. It's like every it's like him at Hall and Oats. It's him and his wife at the Pronto pup stand. By oh, yeah. did you go
3: to Hall and Oats last night? I did not. Judd and I were on the bus saying maybe that's why Phil stuck around. He went to go catch a no, little H and O. I actually turned on a free ticket to Hall and Oats What? Because the, I love Hall and Oats, I know, but
2: I love Hall and Oats the way that they should be remembered.
0: I think you might have to get kicked off the yacht
1: for that.
2: No, they I, they not I think, no, I think no, I think seventy year old Daryl Hall should be kicked off. The they game. don't
1: have their wow. he doesn't he a fastball. He's take. not throwing a fastball. Don't anymore. Have his fastball. He's <laughs>
2: Bruce Chen out there now. <laughs> wow. Jeez. That's wow. you don't want to be Bruce Chen. Hot yacht rock <laughs> take. No, Nope. He's Paul Bird. That's, Jeez, what, he, that's what he is. What is man. So All right. five questions. You gotta get two to tie the lead, three to take sole possession. And we kind of agreed after going through this four times, like, getting three is pretty tough. Pretty yeah, tough. it's really tough. Well, I don't tough. love
0: my chances, though.
2: So here we go. Question number one. How long would it take the average cow to produce all the milk served during the 12-day fair run? So one cow. Yeah, I mean. It's multiple choice. It's multiple so, like, choice. you know, how
0: much a – oh, Being, okay, being from
2: Minnesota Wait, not so gonna how, what is not going to help you a the, lot. What, how long? So how long would it take the average cow? So okay. just Bessie, okay? Yeah. Yeah. How long would it take her to produce all the milk served during the 12-day fair run? Is it two years, eight years, or 20 years?
0: It's got to be 20 years. See, 20 years. No, it's eight years. Ah, dang it. I thought that was too easy Yeah. put it in the middle. You can't have B be the... Is that what you do if you don't know the answer to a multiple choice question? You just like you did in school and you get like sixty percent. That may or may not be how I graduated high school. <laughs> All right, Crap. I feel like I should have gotten that. one. Did you ever
3: do the Abba kadabba trick when you didn't know the answers? Just no, that's literally me. spell out Abba kadabba with the multiple choice <laughs> that scared answers. Scared me. I tried it. A few that's times. how Rami graduated high exactly. school. Exactly. Thank you. It's great. All right, question number two:
2: How many cookies does one batch of dough? At Sweet Martha's cookies yield. So they got well, one batch. How many cookies out of one batch do they make? Is it ten cookies, five hundred cookies, or five thousand cookies? 500. It's five hundred. five thousand.
0: For one batch, of coo- one Holy- batch of cookies. Oh, this is, is the that-
2: official State Fair fact book. Okay? How big is
0: that? These have not. Like you, you don't need to be at the fair to know. These are just That's right. <laughs> you have
2: to be a good <laughs> All right. Question number three. You got to run the table to to take the lead here. Okay. How, you should know this one. How many rolls of toilet paper does the State Fair go through every year? <laughs> I think everybody's gotten this one right so far. Is it five thousand, eleven thousand, or twenty-two thousand?
0: It's got to be twenty-two thousand. Yeah, yep. yeah.
3: L- literally everybody that's has like, gotten it yeah, right.
0: Two thousand a day. Yeah. Yeah.
3: That seems low, actually. Yeah. When he puts it like that, that seems really low. Because think about well, how many thousands one of people are here every day. <laughs> Did you <laughs> say you use one a day? Good lord. <laughs> At the fair? Is that how you towel <laughs> off after you Just fall the in the a fair. lake? What are you yeah. using like, a roll of toilet paper for?
0: <laughs> you want me to tell you? <laughs> I had a pickle dog today, I ate a chicken bowl, and some sweet Martha's cookies. That's
3: well. never mind. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, it makes it all adds up now. Yeah. yeah. Alright, question
2: number four. Glenn has now tied Lindsay Whalen, so you've you've at least avoided sole possession I'm of last place, company. okay? If measured end to end how many miles of foot long hot dogs are sold at the fair every year? Thirty five miles, seventy five miles, or hundred twelve miles. Thirty-five. He's the first that's one correct. to get that one correct. Yeah. All right. yeah. Look at you. You're wow. a position that's to win. Here Perkins. That's, that's, Lifelong yeah. Minnesotan long, long right here. Yeah.
0: It's I feel amazing. like I should have gotten three there. I'm kinda disappointed. No, I mean, you got one? Two? left. You, you got, got one, one left. You, oh, got, I one got, two for you four. got one more. You're free rolling You've
2: tied for the lead and now this is this is to win. Counting.
0: alright. All right. It's been a long day.
2: How much manure? It's noon. <laughs> Sorry to cut you off. This is the best question. How much time do we have, left, By the way, like uh, thirty got, seconds?
4: Uh, no, you got about a minute and a half.
2: Okay, we're good. we're good. We're good. All right. How much manure is hauled out of livestock barns every year at the state fair? Glenn Perkins. Is it ten thousand pounds of manure, five hundred thousand pounds, or six million pounds? This is f- this is for sole possession of the lead here.
0: Ah, uh, the middle one.
3: That is incorrect. No. Mm, no. It's not
0: the high. It's the low one.
3: No. No. It's six six million million
1: pounds. We fact-checked it. We double and triple fact-checked it. I did some of the math here, so don't trust it all, but it is in the fact book. That's a lot of
3: Duh!
0: <laughs>
3: that was close. We can't. We can bleep that for the air. We can't bleep that at the state fair. That <laughs> just goes out to the people.
0: <laughs> that was. That was a. That was a good catch right <laughs> dump.
2: But let's give Glenn a round of applause for being a good, good sport out there. Appreciate Not it. Bad. Hey, four
1: hundred yep. hitter man. Yeah, I'll do that. That's fine. It's Hall good. of Fame. So uh, is a. Uh, Oh, Brios hasn't started
2: yet, but he's guaranteed to throw a no-hitter after that first segment. So yep. we'll up to the Indians are up one nothing on
1: the Tigers today after two and a half. So yeah, season's over. I Did- don't know. I wouldn't say that. I'm from the future and I know how this one ends. <laughs> <laughs> I won't spoil it for you guys. I'll keep it a surprise. your <laughs> boy, Derek Wetmore. Did <laughs>
0: Phil Hughes ever text you back? No, he didn't. We'll try to get him for next. We'll try to book him for next week.
3: Let's oh, do it. Yeah, That'd be amazing. Yeah, I, I just want to talk about the Bachelor and yeah. Bachelorette. Week. I
0: don't want to talk about baseball with him
3: at all. Just no. that gross peanut butter and pickle yeah. sandwich. That's all I want to talk to Phil Hughes about. It looks yeah. revolting,
0: but I have to try it. It's going to be at the state fair next year.
3: He's going to have yeah. his own he, stand. And he will
2: have his own booth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's Glenn Perkins, Rami Maklouf, Derek Wetmore, Phil Mackey. It's The of Twin Show. This has been Glenn Perkins on Baseball five-day-a-week twin show available anywhere you find podcasts. Just search the Scornorth Twin Show. Give us a five-star review. We would really appreciate it. Scornorth Live coming up next, Rami, Matthew Collar.